ain't no money in poetry That's what sets a poet free I've had all the freedom I can stand You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie All it takes to get me by Fool my belly till the day I die Cold dog soup and rainbow pie Hey, welcome to Cold Dog Soup, brought to you by the Throw the Flag Network, the podcast where we lambast terrible fiction and poetry. Uh, We got another one lined up today from Sean Majors. There's no sense in me wasting any time. You guys know the routine by now. So here is our sister cast, Poetry in Lotion. William Butler, Yates and Jeans, got up to play guitar and sang. And some joined Mission Beach last Hello, night. Hello, and welcome to Poetry in Love. <laughs> You're listening to WQQQ, Watertown, Wyoming's home of the hits, where we rip the knob off and turn it up to 11, but not necessarily in that order. You're listening to Dr. Lunatic in the Burger. Hmm, this is a tasty burger. We've taken over the airwaves of poetry and lotion today. It's a pirate broadcast to bring you today's best rock rap crossovers. The pinnacle of music. Coming up is Linkin Park's entire catalog. But first, here's Tussie Crook by the Monkey Boys. Calling all cars, calling all cars, Tussie Crook on loose. Calling all cars, calling all cars, Tussie Crook on loose. Never make stealing tussie a crime, and every one of the monkey boys gonna be doing time. We in the streets turning niggas into Cape Crusaders, breathing hard on the girls like we was Darth Vader. See it, we pimp niggas, and we real, real tight. Nigga, I'm the one that's grabbing up on the mic. They call me eight, cause I'm straight to how many nuts I bust, and I'm all in your girl's guts, so don't even fuss, nigga. I'm the tussie crook, what you know about me and you getting in your hoe. I might be in the club, in the parking lot, with a screw screwdriver trying to get what you got. I got your girl tagged straight off of a car. Nigga checking me like the superstar. And when your trick get ready to get out and leave, I'ma leave a note on the car say I got what you need. Cause uh... tables have turned after a month a month of taking y'all's shit son of a you are no longer in the hot seat my friend we have this this uh bastard come over here to the refrigerated cold seat refrigerated post-it notes will help me to remember exactly that no one is safe from the ire how this is supposed to go (laughs) of cold dog soup bitch the tables have turned (sighs) Well, Hankins, uh, for those of you 
who don't know, Hankins was in a, a freestyle rap group in college called the Monkey Boys. I believe his name was Eight. Still is. And we'll, <laughs> and we'll find out why here when we do this dive of lyrics. What you heard was just his lyric. It was just his, his, verse. his verse. Thank you. Bars, you Sean. We call them bars. You think I know that being a poet. <clears throat> um, <laughs> so it was eight, it was two safe, and it was ham. So this is a three-member crew? Three-member crew. Uh, at Alabama A&M, they... they that that was that was freestyle. slight correction. Was, slight correction. We were at UAH please. by this time. Okay, sorry. Um, you these were freestyles. You did not write them down ahead of time. That correct? was a hard rule. There was no writing allowed. Love Whatever it. Whatever you it. did had to come directly from you in the moment. And if I'm not mistaken, you did not like to cuss in your verses. Even we though did you, not. you drop some hard ends a lot. Well, that's yeah, that's that's, that's true because um, like they do the hard ends, but instead of shit, he the it's written as C it like S E E E I T. Also, it's tussy crook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not P. Mm-mm. Crook. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, let's Mm-mm. let's go ahead and uh, paint paint the picture, Hankins. Where 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 are you at? When when you're yeah, laying this down on when, wax. When did this happen? When you say you were at UAH, like 2004, 2007, what time frame? UAH, of course, about? being the University of Alabama in Huntsville. So, um, I would Got imagine tickets. booties. That was '95, but this year we won't see them titties. Um, it was. I graduated UAH in 2006. Um, I'm trying to gauge this by when I met my girlfriend and now wife um so somewhere around ex-girlfriend 2004 2005 is when this would have been we were in uh the cabana apartments Mm -hmm. in apartment g25 and it was me og25 og25 (laughs) me and ham and uh, my cousin scott we all lived there and then two safe lived in the area now me and ham and and two safe all went to school together uh high school together so we were friends forever. And, and can we, can you tell us why Too Safe is called that? Too Safe is called that because I was eight. People called me that for a long time because um, there was a rapper in the mid-90s named E-40 who I still listen to a lot of uh, that people might not know about. But at any rate, I kind of looked like him, um, mm-hmm. but I was much bigger. And so said, mm-hmm. he's like E-40, but twice. So that's M-80. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, <laughs> I'll run with this shit. Um, and so that got shortened to eight. Um, Ham used to do... So, oh, God. Man, this is a lot going on here. So I'll get to the uh-huh. not cursing, and that will kind of help explain this. Um, sure. Ham was a church kid, as we all were. Um, but he played organ at church, and so we were always trying to struggle with... You know, Christian values versus being young black kids in the 90s. And so we tried to figure out how to fit that all together um, to not be total lame dweebs, but to also not sort of get outside these things that we were raised with. And so somehow we decided (laughs) that if we just didn't say hard curse words, (laughs) that we were doing God's work. 
Um, like we would, it was a lot of F this, S that, S of mm-hmm. a B, all that kind of stuff. And then, so that's how I will say the, the material you're not going to hear in a church. Absolutely not. 100%. You are correct. You are not. So, um, coming out of that world, Ham used to get into this thing where he would pretend to be a reverend and he was always preaching about doing bad things and that turned into Reverend Mayhem and that just got shortened to Ham. And then too safe. <laughs> He struggled to find a nickname. We just could not. Nothing would stick because I think it's because his name was just so good. His name is Mel Vaughn, um, V-O-N. No middle name also. So that's just. What a badass. Yeah. And so he was trying to give himself a nickname all the time. He tried the train. He tried um, the (laughs) mail dog. He tried hog power. Just nothing would work. And so one day. We're all sitting around the apartment, and we get a phone call on the landline, and it is a lady from where Too Safe worked. And she (laughs) said, hey, is Melvon there? I said, no, he's not here. Can we take a message? He said, well, yeah, just have him give me a call back at this number. Um, My son is going out for football, and I know that Melvon played safety in high school, and he said he would give him some tips. And I hang up the phone. Now, is that true? Well, that is true in the most loose sense of truth. He did play for a year or two in high school. He was a safety, but he did not get a lot of playing time. Gotcha. (laughs) So he's not going to be the kind of guy who you're going to go to to learn. He was not Steve Atwater. Um, (laughs) He was not. Uh, Mark Barron. He was none of those people. And so we hang up the phone. I said, Ham, Melvon has gone down there and told these folks that he was an expert (laughs) safety and he is supposed to be given these tips to this kid. And we have a good guffaw. And I said, this dude is too safe, ain't he? That's too safe. And so the nickname was born. So that, in a long-winded way, is how too safe became too safe. You son of a bitch. Don't think because I'm answering your questions, I'm on board with this at all. But please, in the spirit of fairness, I will endure I will say, this inquiry. I, I don't think this is that bad. I mean, I think this is a wonderful song. I just think it's ridiculous. <laughs> Still on YouTube, by the way. You can search Tussie yeah, Crook. It has 178 views in six <laughs> years. Let's get it up. Let's see if we can get them views rolling on this baby. I, is that really how many? That's, that's what it was when we were when we were looking at it. <laughs> and like twenty of them are from me. <laughs> okay, so let's let's get into let's get into this, and you know we'll play the entire song at the end of this episode if you really want to listen to it. Why wouldn't they, Sean? Why wouldn't call they in all cars? <laughs> call in all cars. Tussie crook on the loose. If they ever make stealing Tussie a crime... Let me let me pause you one second. And uh, there's an Im- important piece of this backstory that you may not even know. Um, oh, is how this song, like why it came to be. Um, so to, to further help us date when this happened was... Austin Powers' uh, gold member was out on DVD. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and for whatever gold. reason... Yeah. For whatever reason... We watched it every day for a month. I don't know why, but we did. Probably should have been in class. Um, It was this and Charlotte's Web we watched a lot. Charlotte's Web. (laughs) 
<laughs> like the the cartoon animated feature. Absolutely, where the oh, pig man. Templeton the, where that the, rat man. Templeton goes it to was, the fair. Is a veritable smorgasbord. Zuckerman's famous pig. And so Ham comes up with this concept that Austin Powers Four should be about this bandit who goes around stealing people's women. That Austin Powers has to go and fight. And he would be called the Tussie Crook. <laughs> and are you, you're saying Tussie because you guys didn't want to say the P We did word, not want to drop correct? the hard P word. I did not want to drop that. Um, so, because so HOs a, be given that P. So, <laughs> so are any of these... Did any of this happen in real life? Or is this just your, your one-page treatment for Austin Powers 4? Um, I'm going to say that in the entire song, 75% of it is true, okay. real-life events, and the other 25% are, are just filler, you know, a, a rhyme filler, to get to that 75%. Again, great freestyling. Um, if they ever make stealing Tussie a crime, mm-hmm. then every one of the monkey boys mm-hmm. going to be doing time. So you guys were ladies' men, according to this first stanza. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We were out there stealing tussie, actively stealing tussie. Now, when you say stealing, do you mean just dating women or, like, dating women who have dudes? Dating unavailable women. That's what what this means? Yes. With consent. With With consent, Oh, absolutely. 100% consensual. Yes. Because of the implications. (laughs) Absolutely. We're not the monkey rapers. (laughs) (laughs) We in the streets turning N-words into Cape Crusaders, Mm -hmm. breathing hard on the girls like we was Darth Vader. So, that lyric, um, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, was big, big in our apartment. It was huge. And there's an episode where the gang does something to Carl... I don't know what it was. Um, but the last uh, thing of the episode is Carl is dressed like Batman. And the Aqua Teens have made an absolute fool of himself. Of, of him, excuse me. And, you know, Shake is Shake is saying something to him. And Carl just goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm Batman. And so that became parlance for you have been made a fool of to be Batman. Uh, so if anything dumb happened and you just kind of uh, dumbfounded, you say, well, I'm, I'm Batman. Um, and then the Darth Vader line was, I, okay, I don't. So ex- they have turned. Yes, you have turned the boyfriends or husbands of these women into dummies, into mm-hmm. Cape Crusaders, which are dummies. Yes, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. and there's Absolutely. a lot of lore here. This there is, is a this is deep. story. This is there deep. is. I like wow. it a lot. Um, the Darth Vader bit was um, either either I made up that I was going to start doing it, or we knew someone who had done it was just being uncomfortably close to women. I think it was a reference to one of our friends back home. <laughs> just being uncomfortably close to a woman and just kind of breathing on her. <sighs> What's up, Shouty? How you doing? I think that's where that comes from. <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, you, you really paint a picture here. <laughs> you weave a loom that we can see. Wait, no. A rapistry, I think, is what you're trying to describe. A is a rapistry. A rapistry. <laughs> we pimp N words and we real, real tight. N word, I'm the one 
that's grabbing up on the mic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm currently I mean, the one just... rapping here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's just a transition. This is like our this is like our version of the Genius website that like if you if you ever want to know what Lil Wayne was talking about mm. in this one line, go to Genius. It's like a crowdsourced explanation website. So this stands as just sort of just a sort of like an introduction. No, the next one's when you introduce him. Well, he's going into I'm introducing it, myself. It's so the two thousand. It's the two thousand five equivalent of well, my name is X and I'm here to Y mm-hmm. and I want you all to know I'm a hell of a guy. That it's that kind of thing. <laughs> Rapping Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> they call me eight because I'm straight. Mm-hmm. That's how many nuts I bust. Because mm-hmm. I'm all in your girl's guts. Mm-hmm. So don't even fuss, N word. So that comes from graphic, a story. To be up in it's the extremely guts. graphic. It's up in graphic. the guts. It's, it's, it's my graphic, brother listens to this podcast, but without graphic language, I, w- I will stand by that. The language itself is it's not, not. It's not sexual a, language, but mm-mm. it's 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 extremely sexual. Oh. Anatomically prop, correct. You're probably not going to hear it in church. Well, you also say that you're busting nuts, which is pretty pretty obscene. No, but that's also crew. That's a combo reference. Combos like the pretzel snacks. With yeah, cheese? I think they had a. I, I think it was combos had a, a slogan called "Bust a Nut," if I remember right. But the the they call me eight because I'm straight. <laughs> the, that is a reference to to um, not being gay. Are you like that, trying to make it? Known no, or? there's a certain level of homophobia. There in, is a in yeah. Iraq, I, I'm in reading Iraq. into this. I'm yeah. I will stand by that not being as I wrote that out. Uh, transcribing the lyrics for the video, um, I was like, "Wait a minute! I didn't mean, I didn't mean it like that. I think just, hey, I'm straight, straight dude, straight up. You're you know, cool. straight up be G. weapons, and we don't know how they're gonna, yeah. how they're gonna fight. Absolutely, we yeah. Dig into words, like yeah. for Sean, we, Bitch. we, we hold them over the coals. <laughs> straight could mean was it straight edge? Were you like so church going, like you didn't drink or smoke, or just? Just like straight means I'm cool. I'm just. I think I'm it's here. just cool. I'm straight. Hey, like, hey man, how you doing? I'm straight. That that kind of. It also, thing. you know, it's also something that rhymes. And during a freestyle, those are hot commodities. Most yeah. importantly, it rhymed. But the the yeah. eight nuts. Um, the first time that a friend of ours had been with <laughs> his lady, oh, the yeah, story came back from the lady. So I know this was true. Oh, you ain't gonna believe this. No. He busted nine nuts in me. (laughs) So that was... Like a 12-hour period? Yeah, like like a motel room stay. (laughs) Let's let's move on. So that's what that line is. Eight eight and nine are similar numbers, so that's what that is from. I'm the tussie crook. What you know about me... And you. And you... Uh, getting in your hoe, I believe, is the lyric you want. <laughs> Can you? I might be in club mm-hmm. in the parking lot mm-hmm. with a screw screw driver trying to get what you got. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Well, now I know we raked Sean over the over the coals for a, a week or two ago, where he said refrigerated post-it notes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take issue with with the screw screwdriver. Mm, mm, like, why mm. repeat that word? Got to fit the meter. That is uh, so. Let, let's pause right there, and I will describe you the process because by which this is. It already is a screwdriver. You're absolutely Why does right. It have to Krill. be a screw you screwdriver. One hundred percent correct. Um, so countered casserole. 
we had a small portable four track recorder that I had purchased to launch my guitar career with. Um, and we, so the process was Ham would go in his room late at night and he would whip up these beats and then he would record these beats and then oftentimes he would record a verse and then I would hear it and he's like, Hey man, you want to do something with this? Like, yeah, sure. Sure. Let's monkey around. Um, right. And, uh, so all we had was we, there was no listen to your verse, record it and then piece it all together. We had one shot to get this thing. So to do this, you would have to listen to Ham's verse. And then as the instrumental part came up, you would take a pair of headphones that we had repurposed by plugging them into the mic hole and wrap through that so you got a one headphone on your on your ear and then the other one you're you're talking into so you had one shot at this yeah it was very Uh difficult you had one shot so if you messed up (laughs) yes spaghetti 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 Um, (laughs) so if you messed up not only did you have to start over but you had to start over after listening to the other thing and if you were all Mm -hmm. sometimes we would do it where it was all one take so if you messed up, that meant the guy before you now, his verse was trash, and he had to redo his verse. And so since right. you didn't write any Shit. of these things, so once you're in it, you're you're like, I got to get out of this thing. So that's how Screwdriver becomes Screw Screwdriver, because I know where I'm going in the end. That was typically the only thing that we would think about beforehand. And by beforehand, I mean, like, while Ham is rapping, I'm thinking about how am I going to start and how am I going to end. Everything else in the middle just comes as in the middle so that's how screwdriver becomes screw screwdriver and i'm not going to tell you like some of us on this podcast do that that is correct usage it is incorrect usage yeah the the hiccup is there so you're you're admitting that there is a hiccup because i I will take away points for this i'm gonna take away points for a hiccup is anything incorrect when you're putting yourself on paper yes lots of things are (laughs) like the use of the word currency to mean currently (laughs) Can you elaborate on what this means? A screw screwdriver trying to get what you got. Yeah, what does that I'm, even mean? I am acting out a story that I heard from a female friend of mine who was not a Tussie Conquest, um, just a friend, who told me that once she was out at a nightclub and she went out to the parking lot to go home and found that her car tag was missing. Ooh. And in place of the car tag was a note that said, hey, I've got something you need. Call me. <laughs> Damn. That's rough. So was it a, it was a guy who was like, I know how to get this A would-be quarter had stolen her car tag, knowing that she would then have to call him to arrange a pickup or exchange of this car tag. For that's, something that's that she had, I mean, it's terrible, right? Yeah. So, so he, so, so he's in the parking lot, and he and he has a screw screwdriver, mm-hmm. and trying to get what you got means he by stealing the car tag, leaving the note, he is trying to get what she has, which is that the that gift, <laughs> the gift of physical intimacy. Yes, yes, okay. absolutely. Okay. I'm, I'm starting to think this isn't that bad. I never did. <laughs> Just the gall of you to put to prop this up alongside Ambush. your terrible poetry is what's infuriating. 
I got your girl tagged straight off her car. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. And we're checking me like the superstar. Mm-hmm. And when yo trick get ready to get out and leave, I leave a note on her car saying I got what you need. This makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. Now the the center part where nigga checking me like the superstar, um, that at first is that like superstore? Did you did you see the TBS or NBC superstore? Superstore. Uh, I don't know. Probably, uh, ten years prior, superstar was just a word, an end. Uh, a means to an end just to get out of there and get to the go home line of uh, note on your car. I guess when you need, but the, the checking me line is from the time that we were all out one night and you know, you leave the club and things happen in the parking lot. People are aggressive and too safe had gotten into it with several guys. And I'm like, man, I don't want to have to get into a parking lot brawl. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it was, I think Too Safe was defending a female friend of his or something to that effect because um, he is telling someone who had said something out of the way to this girl, you know, they're they're jawing at each other. And the the guy that he's mad at is telling Too Safe's female friend, you need to check your nigga. And Too Safe is just yelling, check what nigga? Check what nigga? And so that became a phrase that we use to this day. I still say it all the time. Uh-huh. Um, so that's what that is in reference to. I think, I think you've given us a gift today. I, I mean, that's, that's perfect recall of everything about this song. There's a, that's a, <laughs> I was, I'm going to say that this is a, a different perspective than, than we, we are normally accustomed to. Of course. Of an course. urban perspective of <laughs> life growing up. Urban contemporary. As, as it were. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm going to say, I was on the fence, and that hiccup, man, uh-huh. it really pushed yeah, me yeah. almost to giving yeah. this a thumbs down, but I'm going to go ahead and say, this is the best thing that we've done so far on this podcast. Oh my Put it God. up! Put it up, Put it up monkey there. boys, it's on the number pedestal. one! The tussy is on the pedestal. <laughs> wow. Wow. I wow. like it, because um, it tells a story. I, I love hearing exactly what all this means, because... I just thought it was just, you know, these guys are, are they want that tussie, and then the cops are after them, and I, I missed all this story. Because I will say, I do have one problem with rap music, is sometimes it's too uh-oh. fast. Uh-oh, uh-oh. It's like the Micro Machines guy, is I it? can't get what you're laying down. This was slow, but I still didn't know the whole story, sure. and I'm sure. glad you were able to relate it to us. So. Yeah, this is this is what we're doing here. We're, we're opening doors, we're bridging gaps. Right. And we're bringing you the worst in poetry, prose, best slash, and the best in independent hip hop. The the best of the worst. Hankins, do you still do some freestyling, or is that like not every day? Every day, every day he lives. Well, yes. Also, yes, Sean. Every day I live, just walking around the house. Um, But no, not in many. The last time we tried this was it was St. Patrick's Day. What year, I could not tell you. Um, but we were trying to do something, and one of the guys just could not could not make it happen. He could not perform. He could not bust those eight okay. nuts again. Yeah. He, and, just, uh, he had some anxiety. Yeah. It, and we had to bag out. We had to pull out uh, pre-finish. So, no, not for many years have I <laughs> dropped a dope-ass verse you on it. You can laugh on this podcast, Creel. Creel. <laughs> is like holding his mouth trying to keep laughter and I don't know why he's professional that's why he is he is a professional he is the most professional of all of us 
Um, He's like yeah. Gene Reno in The Professional. And I just want to let people know that if they do go look this up on YouTube, um, there is swear words in the third verse because Tusev did not prescribe <laughs> to the no cursing policy. It was not a hard rule uh, by any means. Um, it was, you know, do what you feel, and he definitely is, did not. <laughs> it is it is quite hilarious when you and Ham, in the first two verses, just tiptoe around so many curse words, and then the... <laughs> The first and third words out of Two Safe's mouth are hard piece. <laughs> they are. They are hard piece. And he somehow makes that word into like nine syllables. Yeah, it's very good. It's very strong. <laughs> Two Safe was my favorite of all the Monkey Boys as far as a rapper. Um, to this day, when I answer the phone, well, Sean, you witnessed this in person. You witnessed yeah. this oh, yeah. in action. Um, that, opening day at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yes, they're still terrible in that particular location. And my uncle was telling me that the other day. Um, and there's there's another song that we did. Um, and Too Safe just opens his verse by going, Uh, Too Safe, in it? But, uh, but. So the uh is what we latched on to. And so we're all, we were all sitting at the Buffalo Wild Wings, Sean and I and a bunch of our coworkers. And it's like 1130 in the morning. We're on our work lunch. And this Buffalo Wild Wings is just open, and they are not good. And I see uh-uh. Too Safe across the restaurant, and I just yell out, ah! <laughs> and he immediately knows who is looking for him and who is trying to contact him. And he comes and sits down with us, and the waitress comes over and says, I'm sorry you guys had to wait so long. Is there anything I can do uh, to make this better for you? And I'm like, no, no, just get us the food when we can. And Too Safe goes, uh, yeah, Maker's Mark. <laughs> and it was 11.30 in the morning on probably a Tuesday. <laughs> I mean, there's never a bad time for Baker's Mark. So the Monkey Boys, did you guys have reunions and whatnot other than this? Like the, yes. Other than St. Patrick's Day? Um, and- so my uncle got married a few years back, and Ham is a DJ in the area, and so he was DJing oh. the wedding reception. And uh, we're sitting around, monkeying around, as it were, and somebody suggested, hey, I mean, the monkey boys are here. Uh-huh, of course. Oh, God. And so, yes, there was, I think we probably did Tussie Crook, if I had to guess. At All a wedding. Right. At a wedding. At a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about stealing, a song about stealing women in mm. relationships. Right, uh-huh. right after a wedding. I mean, you, sometimes you gotta steal that, steal that tussie, even you know, even if it hasn't been consummated. And That's if true. There is a tussie crook on the loose. You gotta call. I mean, what better call, song call, to sing call, at a wedding call. reception to alert the groom that he cannot <laughs> be complacent? Your love can never wane, and you can never wane in how you show that. Because guess what? There are tussies Dang. crook all over. <laughs> They're, I like the I like the the pluralization of that like attorneys general. Yes, <laughs> they crook. never sleep. Brothers in law, they never ever sleep. Do these tussies crook? <laughs> Are there any other uh, verses in the uh, any other lines in the other two verses? Excuse me, bars that bear explanation. Yeah, um, so the last line, I'm trying to think of Ham's verse real quick. Um, uh, His verse ends with, true players don't kiss. Oh, yeah. Um, So, (laughs) that's a real story from a night we were all at the apartment, and, you know, some of our college pals were over, and 
Um, unfortunately for this one young lady, she was the only girl there, and, you know, Ham was kind of putting the moves on her, and, you know, people were groping things and doing things that drunk people do at parties. Uh, everybody was consensual. And Ham finally moved in for seal the deal. He's going to lay this kiss on this girl. And she stops him and says, hey, 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 whoa. True players don't kiss. Ooh, she shut him down. <laughs> She's... She sounds like a true player. She, she, she definitely shut was. him down? She, <laughs> she left me. <laughs> and she kissed me? Um, so, yeah, that was another real one. Uh, Two Safe's last verse, um, part of it, he's recounting someone having sex in our bathroom. There's a good portions of that. He's recounting that. Like um, in the shower or like the toilet oh, no, or just we had, in general? In the apartment, like it was a split bathroom, so the vanity was on one side and the the plumbing was on the other. So in the vanity area, uh, Flip was you. just wailing, just absolutely wailing on this young lady. And she was letting it be known that she was being wailed upon um, to the point that our downstairs neighbor was like, hey, man, uh, everything okay? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's fucking great, dude. It is great. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember Too Safe yelling during that. Ugh. Tag team, tag me in. If you need some help, tag me in. Hot tag was not made. Hot tag was not made. Everything was consensual 100% of the time. Well, that's something. That's really something. I think I counted it. To- yeah, I was just going to say, I counted it up. There's like 18 of these floating around. Wow. All what are the what are the other ones that uh, that I may have heard? Yeah, what other what other uh, topics you guys dove into? Yeah, what do you tackle? What kind of hot issues of the so day? This do you is tackle? women. Is there some sort of like? Uh, I have the feeling they're all the they're same. about women. <laughs> A good portion. Um, obviously, we we dealt with hometown pride in two five six. Sure. Um, sure, sure. We dealt sure. with um, we dealt with the aggravation we had for some people who were tangentially uh, related to the Monkey Boys, a, a sister artist, if you would, um, that we found you out they a were... a rivalry of sorts? Well, yeah, sort of an like, internal rivalry. It's kind of like if the Wu-Tang Clan had splintered. Um, there was... Oh. So there was there was us, uh, Too Safe, myself, Ham, and, and Kendrick, KG, who were sort of this one set. We were the, we were the home... We were all Huntsville guys. We lived in Huntsville at the time. And then there's these other guys from back home that were closer with Ham, and they would come over from time to time, and, and they did some stuff. Or when Ham would go home on the weekends, they would do some stuff. And then we realized that their stuff was written, and that was a major oh, no-no. That. So we de- your stuff was performed. Absolutely. Right? And so KG and I were deployed to, you know, put out a little diss track on these guys. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. That yeah, one is definitely, uh, there's some definite... Um, Oh, what's the word? Homophobia in that that I am not proud of. Mm. Oh. Um, yeah. But you know, it, it was it was what it was. I would not do that now, but it certainly exists. Um, then we dealt with um, the our industrial uh, incarceration complex in a song. Mm. You know, we talked about a lot of our friends were going to jail for doing things, so we we tackled that issue. Ham did a a touching love ballad about marriage um, at one point. That was, was he married at the time? Oh no, still isn't. 
Well, that, that's it. That's interesting. That would be interesting to hear because this tussy thing makes me think you guys do not respect like the sacred vows of marriage. Mm-hmm. We didn't at the time, love... but we grew. We grew yeah. over time, crew. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, there Some was of another us grow one within verses. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> there was another one where we we took on uh, people who just just. Stereotypical dumb black dudes had made us angry, so that was one. And then I think the the big one, Sean, that is the hit of any party, is the um, the feminine anthem. I like to call it uh, a celebration of freedom of women's bodies and choices that they can make themselves. Called "Let Me See Them Titties, Girl." It's interesting, Hankins. Like I think that your selection of works. I think you and Sean have a lot in common. I know you guys sort of disagree on what count, what constitutes good, but you both address similar topics. <laughs> we do. Love, relationships, <laughs> loss, two o'clock rants. Trains. I think it's all there. There is a lot of commonality Trains, yeah, sure. that I think exists, and I think if you guys could sort of see that each, in each other's works, this would be a great, greater podcast. I agree. These are... Exactly alike. A hundred percent. Quality you content. Art is art, man. Art is art. Love is love. So what's what, what happens next, Hankins? Where do we go from here? You go straight to hell is where you go <laughs> uh, for what you have done, what you have did to do to me today. Um, oh, I'm I'm sorry. I was trying to bridge a gap, <laughs> narrow a gap. You know, sorry, I, and, I stepped on stepped on the wrong toes. And I had my hand. Outreached, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he spit in your face. It, but you know, sometimes you can't you can't help people that don't want to be helped. No, 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 no. Where we go from here is I'm done with you today because anything <laughs> I try to do with you today is just going to be me trying to get revenge. I need some time to sit uh-huh, sure. and and to chill. Well, we're gonna we're gonna have some we're gonna have more guests. We're gonna we're gonna get some uh, we're gonna tackle some poetry in the in the next couple weeks. Get some other people in the hot. We do. Um, I'm very excited. Um, our our executive producer of this podcast, Cassie, has Maureen 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 has submitted a work that is just going to be delicious. I am very excited about getting into that, and of course. I've still got a whole stack of Sean Majors that I can work through. Um, I am so excited about reading Makes Me Sick. Um, You are going to get revenge. I I feel like the next time Sean's in the hot seat, it's going to be brutal. (laughs) Can we, um, can you, can you give us any, any hints, any previews of where you're going to go with Make Me Sick? Is that going to be the next work? I'm pretty sure um, that's going to be where we go with it. I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet because it's, it's shockingly bad. Shockingly bad. Well, I don't know about that. I'll be the judge well, of that. Creel, judge Creel will be the judge of that. <laughs> I hate Judge Creel. <laughs> he seems to be very easily swayed, Judge Creel. <laughs> oh, were, definitely, definitely. You, you were acquitted by Judge Creel. I was, yes, which is great. I've I made it through, which is, you have been every time. You will... You will not be part of the prison industrial complex that you we, so written eloquently about. <laughs> we, we need to... We need to um, we need to start thinking about merchandise, and I think the the first shirt that goes out is going to be. I'm starting to think this isn't that bad. <laughs> I, I would that's agree. I would agree that that's the correct way of doing this. Yeah, I think that that's the first one. Um, but what could be on there? Like a 
What? I think just, just words the, just and the a words. background. Judge Creel could have like a your cartoon face, right? A cartoon of your face, yes. Um, with like a judge's robe saying, "Not guilty." I don't know. Um, not, maybe not guilty. Maybe like I think it's just. Oh, I get I it. I get it now. <laughs> I kind of like. it. I like this poem. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're also going to have a recording artist on in the couple. In the oh next couple wow. Weeks. We received a, a verbal confirmation that he would appear, um, taking us back to a time when social media was but a baby. Still relevant, though. Still very relevant. Still very Still relevant. Still relevant, man. Um, we're gonna we're gonna do at least one of his songs that where Hankins doesn't have to do any production work because it's already done. He did this in a recording studio <laughs> about a about a girlfriend that he was with. And a guy was hitting on her, basically saying, hey, look me up on Facebook. Another tussie. Another tussie. Another. He was dealing with a tussie crook. Wow. So Steve's going to, we're going to talk to Steve about that, where he goes from there. And uh, we might have our first on-air sponsor, which is going to be Steve's uh, law firm. This is exciting. Wow, there's this some, is very some exciting. big things happening for this podcast. Big things. We're branching out and all this. So, you know, keep listening here on Cold Dog Soup. If you like college football, you can listen to us on Throw the Flag, our flagship, Throw the Flagship <laughs> cast. Uh, if you like what we're doing, you can throw us a dollar at Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash T-T-F. You what can, about if someone wants to submit their own work? If you'd like, I'm so glad you asked, Gorilla. If you'd like to submit your own work, you can email us at throwtheflagnetwork at gmail dot com, and we will certainly get to it. We've got a we've got a lot in the in the hopper, but we're, we'll definitely be able to get to it. And I will be back in control next week. Uh, this this aggression. How about that DJ Mor- Morning Zoo crew? <sighs> Damn it! You know what, Sean? That's the best thing you've ever done. Doctor Doctor Lunatic and the Burger. (laughs) That is the best thing you've ever committed to anything. So yeah, I'll be back in my rightful position as finger pointer next week as your king. Your king. You will bend the knee. Uh, Game of Thrones podcast. All sorts of stuff. (laughs) No, you know what, Sean? This one was yours, so you take us out. What am I doing? You can conclude it, is what he's saying. Oh, you, you bye, everybody. <laughs> you see what I mean, people? I give him a, an inch. He takes a mile. Cold dog soup. We'll see you in a week. There ain't no money in poetry. That's what sets the poet free. I've had all the freedom I can stand. You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie. All it takes to get me by. Fool my belly till the day I die Cold off suit and rainbow pie